This is Carrie Gephardt, and you're listening to Five for Fruit, your five-minute fix for Reformed theology and practice. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome back to another episode of Five for Fruit. First off, I want to apologize for not having an episode last week. I'm a full-time seminary student, part-time pastor, and uh, I had midterms this past week, and uh, it was a little overwhelming, so I just had to step away from the podcasting thing for a week. And uh, I hope you guys extend Covenant of Grace rather than Covenant of Works. Second thing I want to do is just give a shout out to my fellow Society of Reformed Podcasters brethren. We started a Slack channel this week and we've been chatting and interacting on that and encouraging one another in our podcasting endeavors for the Lord. And uh, I want to encourage all of you guys who are listening to stay tuned, keep posted on the Society of Reformed Podcasters. Things are happening, uh, stuff's going on. And so, uh, There'll be more on that, of course, in the future, but make sure to follow the Society on Facebook so you can keep posted on those new events and changes and whatnot. Today, we're back in our Defending Confessionalism series. The first episode of this series was a introduction. The second was me instructing you guys that interpretation is unavoidable so what you believe about the bible should be written down and synthesized and condensed into a confession so it can be examined by the scriptures and then a couple weeks ago the episode was on how confessions function as a defense against false teaching in the church and as i pondered that episode i wanted to uh, say one thing i wanted to say that one great way that the confessions function as a defense in the church is by having elders who examine those who are going to become members of the church according to the standard that is written down in that body of divinity, which is the confessions, and affirm that those who are coming into the church believe and confess all these truths. Now, that's not foolproof. But it is a way that is much more specific than just saying, well, do you believe the Bible is the word of God? So that's one way the confessions work as a defense. And it naturally leads into today's episode, which is confessions function as instruction for the church. Now, of course, we can all say we believe the Bible and the Bible should be taught in our church. Yes. But the confessions and the catechisms take the teaching of the Bible and they synthesize it into a teachable, instructive way. And then we have a body of divinity which members in our church, all the way down from our children and our families, all the way up to men who will be eligible to call, uh, to be uh, men who would be eligible for the office of pastor or elder or deacon, And say, this is the body of divinity. This is the the amount of information and theological knowledge that you should have in order to be able to be eligible for this office. You must be able to teach. You must be able to be faithful to what the whole counsel of God says. So catechisms, confessions, they function in the church and in the home as instructive tools in teaching the word of God and the whole counsel of God to our children and to the disciples who are members 
of our local congregation. And in this way, we have a body of divinity that's instructive material for those who would strive to not only seek office of elder and deacon and pastor, but also seek to be discipled and grow in their faith. That every believer in a church has a measuring stick to strive towards in their knowledge of the God of the scriptures. Well, I'm Carrie Gephardt, and this is Five for Fruit. Until next week, may you bear much fruit to the glory of God. Five for Fruit is a proud member of the Society of Reformed Podcasters. Check out more members of the Society at reformedpodcasts.com. Subscribe, rate, and review Five for Fruit on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And visit the website fiveforfruit.com to listen to past episodes and to read articles. Until next time, this is Five for Fruit, your five-minute fix for Reformed theology and practice.